Enjoy this flyover clip. So how does a guy go from being uh, involved in geopolitics, epic times, living in New York City, to transitioning to having a tractor, living in Ohio with a bunch of chickens? Uh, I mean, That's that, a big difference. Uh, you you kind of did a judo move on your own life. So let's, let's go back to the beginning and set that up a little bit. Uh, yeah. So I'll start early and it's funny i'm used to always having like a time limit whereas Uh now it's like okay i'll I'll take some time i'll tell a story here right um so i grew up in ohio countryside of ohio this little town called plain city like it was just literally a city of plains right um surrounded by cornfields went to a liberal arts school um was raised with more much more christian conservative values but didn't think about politics much i hated politics actually and thought it was all just you know, they're all corrupt and, you know, I just didn't care. And so I went to art school and was having a great, you know, I really enjoyed it. I was always much more of an artist, but the shell of kind of like life is beautiful. There's not a whole lot of evil in the world was broken. Mm. Right. And for me, like the, what, what happened in that instance was I was through a friend met this Chinese guy named William. And he's just he's like the coolest, nicest guy ever. He was on a full ride. He was top of his class at, uh, I think it was uh, Tsinghua, one of the top universities in China. Okay. He was on a full ride for his, I think, PhD in mechanical engineering. So like bright guy at OSU. And, but we, we, we you know, get together, we'd have tea and whatnot. I was really into kind of Eastern kind of culture. And so I, I love the idea of, you know, sitting down with a Chinese guy and having tea. Sure. <laughs> and, but I could tell there's this, there's this depth to him that I couldn't quite put my finger on. Like, what is it? And I got talking to him and I found out that he had spent eight years in a labor camp in China. Ooh. Right. And, and we think about labor camp, it's like, okay, was he making license plates? Like we think here, it's like, no. So one of the jobs that he was doing, I'm sure that you've seen the bags of pistachios with the nuts that are cracked open. Yep. Well, who cracks the nuts? You're gonna open? make me feel bad for getting right? those cracked open nuts. So in one of his oh, no. one of his you know kind of times in in this prison, he was in a room. I think that he, he said in how many meters? Maybe it was like a a 20 foot by 20 foot room with maybe 10 people, and they had a wooden bench they slept on at night, and it was their work bench in the morning, and there's a wooden bucket in the corner, right? And what they did during the day for 16 to 18 hours a day was they would crack pistachios, right? Because they called them happy nuts because the Chinese called them happy nuts. They look like they have a smile on them. Yeah. And so, but they were bloodied hands. If the pistachios wouldn't open, if they couldn't crack them, they'd soak them in the bucket in the corner. Oh, no. To, to help loosen them up then, to then start cracking them. And he's, he's telling me the story and I just couldn't believe it. So companies in America would harvest these nuts grown in California, pistachios, ship them to China to be cracked open. And if, if, if he wow. denies it, so like if they would, if, if he say he didn't want to work then they'd torture him. So they would, they'd take like a metal bed frame, put it up against the wall, they'd chain him to it and they'd use a cattle prod. Like in all of his, his, the, the worst areas, high voltage cattle prod oh as one of the ways, gosh. sleep deprivation. And I couldn't make sense of it. It's like, well, how like so this is like my my reality was kind of breaking at this sure. time How because old were you probably I was maybe 18 okay or so wow right and so, so could not have been a more stark difference than your oh, upbringing yeah. <laughs> no and but it was it was just it was just the path that God had me on and so wow. anyway so I was like well, well what did you like what did you do Would you, were you like in like the drug trade or 
And like, no, it was his, his, uh, he did this, this meditation practice called Falun Gong, which you've probably heard about. It's being yeah. persecuted really bad. Yeah. And he was caught, I think he was meditating in a park or something. And that put him into labor, a labor camp for eight, I think eight or nine years before he came out. And so that, like, so I was studying uh, industrial design, right? Which, you know, product design. Mm -hmm. And I remember that going through this, this process of like, I, I don't want to be the guy that just designs the next toaster. Like there, there's mm -hmm. got to be something more important that I can do with my life. And so somehow in a liberal arts school at 18, like the, the mission on my heart became, I need to dedicate my life to fighting communism. Right, because wow. it, 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 it just it was just where it was at for me. It was like I need to dedicate my life wow. to fighting communism. And so, uh, fast forward a little bit. Once I after I graduated from college, like the last, second half of college, I got much more involved in doing human rights work and mm -hmm. um, you know just a lot of different things. I met some people. I was in uh, New York City doing some stuff at the UN. I think I met some people at this little media company that was earlier on. It was only around for a couple of years. And they heard that I had a graphic design degree and it was like, we don't have one of those guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so this was, a, you know, they were only had been around for a couple of years. Their, Chi their Chinese language was first. English was like a couple of years old. Okay. And I knew, so this newspaper, Epoch Times, oh, they, um, wow. I saw that their mission was to expose really communism. A lot of the people that had fled China started the the media because they'd lived under communism and they saw the threat right. of it. Yep. And so it, basically like the day that I graduated from college, 2008, within a few weeks, I had sold all my possessions and I moved to an attic in New York City. I think I was paying 300 bucks a month and just and, and volunteering because you know, it was like so early on yeah. and working 12, 16, 18 hour days, seven days a week just to help get this off the ground because it... I, I just felt like this is my mission. I have to expose communism. Wow. Right? We, okay. We had a guy named uh, Glenn King one time. He's a, he's a pastor in Houston. We had dinner with one time. And he said a, a, a phrase. He said, um, the things that uniquely anger you, God has equipped you huh. to fix. Because mm -hmm. his point was like, you know, a lot of people walk by and see a problem. Like you can identify, oh, that's kind of messed up. Might be a homeless person. It might be, a, you know, might be a park you played in as a kid and now they're selling drugs in it. And yeah. it's like, and you see it and you're like, man, the kids don't have a park to go to. We used to play there when yeah. I was, and you, and you tell your friends at dinner and they're like, ah, that is kind of messed up. And they kind of go on, but it bothers you. Mm -hmm. Like the, you can't let it go. You can't let it go. You're like, mm -hmm. why, why is this that way? And like he says, the, the things that uniquely anger you, you're also uniquely equipped to be a part of the solution for that. Cause we can't all fix everything. Mm -hmm. And so like sometimes things land on you individually different than they will. And, 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 might be even baffle you. You share it with somebody and they're like, yeah, that is, that's a problem, but what are you going to do? And they kind of go back to their next thing. But it's, it's, I think the healthiest people that I ever come across, they see the thing and they, at least a portion of their life, their time, treasure, talent comes into alignment with being a solution for that thing. Yep. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. 
So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. We are so excited about this opportunity to be able to partner with Epic Times. We've personally been subscribers for years, and it's the only app that's notifications are turned on for both of our phones. (laughs) We want the truth, and we want it from a source that's not bought out and being paid for by the Mockingbird Media. So you can go to flyover.news, and when you use promo code flyover, you get your very first month for $1. Amazing deal. Again, go to flyover.news today. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.